Hello, and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah, Ryan, and Katie all sat down in different locations to talk about Disney+. Plus. What's good, guys? Hello. Hello. So we are practicing social distancing, and we are all recording in separate locations just so that those who listen to the podcast have that peace of mind that we are, in fact, recording not together. Yes, we are We are a lot more than six feet apart right now. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, even me and Ryan are more than six feet apart. I would say we're probably a solid, I don't know, 40 feet? No. That's like major social distancing right there. No, it's like, it's like 15 to 20. Feet, not yards. Okay. Okay. I just well, think, how many Katie Kings can you put between you and Ryan? Because I'm like five nine and five ten, so you know. Okay. <laughs> That's literally how I measure six feet, y'all. They were like social distancing six feet, and I'm like, okay, so I can lay down like between me and inches. you. Yes, yes. That's funny. So with with that coronavirus uh, in mind. The impact that it's had on Disney Plus, on movies in general, like, is pretty big. All of the Disney parks are closed. The Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, and WandaVision, the Marvel series that Katie and Ryan are pumped for, has completely stopped filming. So sad. So, and many other productions have stopped filming as well. Those are just ones that are directly impacted through the, like, Disney Plus area. Some positive, if you can call it positive, out of this is we got Frozen 2 early on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, we which is, did. Which is exciting. Star Wars <laughs> Rise of Skywalker uh, released on digital early. And then it was just announced today. We are recording on March 20th. It was just ignore- announced today that Onward will be releasing on digital tonight. And then it will release... Two weeks from today on Disney Plus. So, like, there's a mix of good and bad, but one of the goods being overall, frozen. it's mostly bad. Have y'all watched Frozen Two yet? Well, I had bought it because it wasn't oh, supposed to come out until July something. Sometime in July. I the first thing I did is I went and watched the recap scene where Olaf recaps the first movie. Oh, it's <laughs> and it so is good. just as funny as when I saw it the first time in the theaters. It was so good. It's so good. It's the best part of the movie, I For think. For sure. Some other Disney news that we have right now is you actually informed me on this, Katie. I don't know if you knew this. I oh. had seen like some stuff about it, but I hadn't ever clicked on it. Mm-hmm. And so there is going to be a Gaston backstory six-episode series, and Josh Gad and Luke Evans are signed on to reprise their roles as Gaston and LeFou, and I'm pumped. I knew you would be. That's why I, well, I sent it because of our podcast, but also because I knew you would be excited. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sad because we don't have a release date, which now, like, means, like, we're really not going to have a release date. 2021 for sure. Yeah, it's probably going to be... It'll probably be 2040. Let's be real. Really? Um, wow. At this wow. rate. <laughs> Things have escalated. I'm just like... 
tired of looking at these walls, and I'm ready to go. But I don't know. We shouldn't worry. We're ready to go into the unknown? Yes, into the unknown. We honestly shouldn't worry, because the Jonas Brothers have been to the year 3000, and they've said we were going to be fine. Yes. But we'll be living underwater. So why are people buying toilet paper (laughs) when we need to buy scuba gear? (laughs) That is the real question. (laughs) Also, I hope everyone that listens knows how proud I am of my husband right now for that Jonas Brothers comment. Also, I feel like the Jonas Brothers should follow suit. They're supposed to be releasing their album in like May. I think they should release their album early. Uh, let's keep this let's just... Disney topic related, please. <laughs> they started <laughs> off as Disney, so that counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's talk Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. I feel like we need to come up with a catchy name for our <sighs> Lizzie McGuire segment because we've had one every episode. Um, things are not looking good, Katie. No, we just need to call it So Long Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> or peace out something oh. oh yeah so the showrunner left basically because there were disputes between her and disney because she was really wanting to make lizzie a immoral adult and disney was like no and so hillary duff has actually said that she would like to see the show move to hulu um yeah because she I wants know. that as well and i'm just yeah. like Okay. Well, yeah, it's I really disappointing. I'm sad. So, are we instead of the actual show, are we going to see like a documentary about the rise and fall of the Lizzie McGuire reboot? <laughs> Everybody's more concerned with Friends now, and they've just forgotten Lizzie's reboot. But yeah, I'm that's still true. Team Lizzie. Okay, I still need it. Are you? Will you watch if it comes out? Because yeah. I'm like, if it comes out as it's as it's been kind of announced, I don't know that I want to have that version of Lizzie in my head. I think I will just because I really like Hilary Duff. Yeah. Um, she's actually in the movie I'm talking about today. So I think I would just because I really like her. So. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all the news we have. There's no Mandalorian Minute this week because <sighs> Rip. we don't have any information. Like, it's supposed to come out in the fall. What do you guys think? Do you think we'll even have it in the fall? I I don't know how far into filming they actually were, so yeah, I don't know if they're going to have to push it back or not. I would think they would still have to push back because I just don't think they could catch up on filming to release, like, consecutive weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I would love for it to, but it's not looking good. Yeah. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and talk movies. Let's play rock, paper, scissors. All right. Okay, this ready? is redemption. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Okay, so Ryan won again. We, no. But I beat no, Hannah. No, I did paper. We, we, we all beat yeah. each other, so oh. we got to go again. Oh. We, we actually did rock, paper, scissors, guys. <laughs> Rip. Okay, no, no more of that. Okay. Okay. Rock, Paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Okay, well, Hannah won. Hannah beat both of us. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I had paper I and they both had rocks. No, I'm, no, I'm supposed to win. No, this isn't fair. I'm supposed to win. <laughs> okay, let's go. Rock, paper, paper. scissors, shoot. Okay. 
Okay, I oh, win. Oh my gosh. Oh! I should just claim okay. the last spot every time, y'all. <laughs> so I am going to start off by talking about the Imagineering series. I, a couple weeks ago, just sat down and binged all of the episodes of the series. It's a docuseries about the people who create the Disney parks. It's really a history of the parks from Disneyland to present day. I think it's interesting because a lot of times when you see Disney-created content, when it's relating to itself, it's very positive. And this isn't that way. They're very honest about kind of the rise and fall of different projects, of things that didn't work. But it's also very intricate about how things do work. And so I thought it was really interesting. It starts with Walt Disney like telling about how he had this vision for Disneyland and how it all was supposed to like go and then it kind of moves through to present day and as it moves through to present day they have these quotes that they've pulled from Walt that really match the spirit of what they're talking about and so I just think it's really cool and I really liked it and I found it really interesting so yeah do you have any questions? I've heard about this series. I've heard a lot of people work talk about it. So I'm interested. What was what do you think the coolest thing was that you learned from watching it? So when for those that don't know, like It's a Small World was created as an attraction at the World's Fair. And so what's really cool is when they did the World's Fair, Walt came up with all these different attractions. And, like, the World's Fair paid for them to, like, be created. And then he just, when it was over, he brought them to um, the Disney Park. He brought them to Disneyland. And so It's a Small World is one of those really classic Walt Disney pieces that people think of when they think of Disneyland. And so it was really cool because it was throughout all the episodes, there were different things that happened. And so, like... Relatively recently, they updated It's a Small World, and they actually put, like, um, Buzz and Woody and Jesse and Lilo and Stitch into It's a Small World, into, like, their areas, and people had a big problem with that. And so it was just kind of cool to see, like, the history of the ride as a whole, like, from Mm -hmm. the very beginning when it was, like, Walt's inception of the ride um, to kind of, like, what's happening now. And there were, like, things that went through. So... Is each episode a different topic, or are they just kind of progressing through the technology at Disney as a whole? I would say it's really kind of more like a timeline. Okay. It So, like, the first episode focuses on Disneyland and the World's Fair and Walt Disney passing away. And then it kind of talks about how... So that's the first episode. Then the second episode is how, like, Roy Disney took control of the company and, like, how they were trying to figure out, like, what this needs to look at, look like. And then also, like, what happened once Roy was no longer a part of the company. It just kind of moved forward in all, like, through a timeline, really more than anything. Okay. There was definitely some overlap. And sometimes you would see a fast forward to present day. But it was really more like a beginning, middle, end. Okay. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. How, yeah. how many episodes are in it? There are six. Six episodes. And they're all about an hour okay. long. They're really, really good. I really enjoyed them. 
I want to say I benched him over the course of maybe two or three days. And then we went home, or I went home, and I showed him to my parents so that they could watch him. And they're kind of cool because, like, unless you're really sitting and paying really close attention, you're going to learn something new every time you watch it, even though, like, you've already seen that episode. Right. There's just a lot of information. Okay. Yeah. I've been wanting to check that one out. Yeah, it's really good. So, Ryan, what, what did you pick? I picked Boy Meets World. So, Boy Meets World is a series that follows a young boy, Corey, his best friend, Sean, and his family. It starts when Corey is 11 and in the 6th grade and runs through his college years. The show covers topics ranging from being the teacher's pet to gambling to even the struggles of marriage. There are seven seasons and they're all available to watch in the service. This is a show I remember watching here and there as a kid growing up, but I really got into it when the show was being re-aired on ABC Family while in middle school and high school, and it continued to be a view, a very prominent viewing option for me through college. Well before Disney Plus was announced, Hannah bought me a, a complete box set for Boy Meets World, and it's been a part of our regular rotation of shows that we watch. So if you're looking for a show that doesn't shy away from everyday life issues in a very respectable way, Boy Meets World should be a definite option for you. Do you guys have any questions? Yes. Okay, so these are more like personal questions. Um, one, who is your favorite character? And number two, do you have a favorite like quote or saying or catchphrase? Okay, so for, for your first question... As a whole, in terms of from beginning to end of the series, it would probably be my favorite character is Eric. Just because he has a really good character arc, and he's just very relatable. He's, he's your everyday dummy moment person. And, you know, I, I have those moments and stuff like that. And then, in terms of favorite lines, he's actually the one who says it first. He tells Corey to, that life is tough and get a helmet, as he smacks him it's on the so forehead. Good. So... It's so good. So good. I actually had my wife get me a t-shirt that says, life's tough, get a helmet. And it's just something I think about throughout the time and throughout my life. It's, life is tough, deal with it. Um, so. I love yeah. that. It's, it's, uh, it's, that's one of my Absolutely. favorite Disney shows, for sure. Hannah, do you have any favorites? Yes, my favorite is definitely Topanga. I feel like she, like, gets a lot of slack for choosing to, like, be with Corey and, like, they just act like she's so stupid for doing that. But I just love how she really develops. Unlike Corey, she develops into this really awesome character. I just love her because she really, like, stands by, like, everything she does. And then my favorite quote is probably, Life's tough, give it a helmet. And then <laughs> also so the, like... <laughs> Feeny call that Eric does yes. when he's wanting yes. to get Mr. Feeny's attention. So, anyway, yeah, that's my fave. Katie? Um, my favorite character is probably Mr. Feeny, just because I feel like he's the dad of the entire show, although Corey does have a dad. <laughs> I feel like Mr. Feeny is and he has the a dad, good dad to everybody, and he's, he's just so wise, and he loves the students so much, and... I just love him. Um, and then my favorite, I guess it'd be like a catchphrase, but just sometimes the way that Corey says Topanga's name, he'll just say Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> so every time somebody 
it's not often, but anytime I'm talking about Boy Meets World and they say Topanga, I always say that, yes. and they just kind of look at me funny. Because he just says it with such contempt. He does. It's so good. It's so memorable. I I really love that series. Katie, what was your, what's your movie or show? Or... So I decided to do a movie, and I actually picked it today. I feel like Disney was speaking to me when I was uh, scrolling through. So I've decided to do cheaper by the dozen and this is a remake of the 1950s movie and it's set um on a little countryside town in illinois the bakers they're a family of 14 so 12 children plus mom and dad um tom the dad played by steve martin and the wife kate who's played by bonnie hunt tom accepts a new job. He's currently coaching a Division Three team, football team in Illinois, and he accepts a new job as a head coach of his alma mater. Um, so the family packs up at the beginning of the movie and moves to, I guess, the more happening part of Illinois. And then Kate, his wife, actually ends up getting her dream, or her dream gets accomplished by getting her book published. And so um, she decides to go away to promote it because Tom is like, oh, yeah, I can handle it. Everything's fine. And you're thinking, no, you can't handle it. But OK, this is going to be fine anyways. Um, so Tom is then in charge of coaching the football team, trying to keep his family together because the ages range from uh, Nora, their oldest, is, I want to say, like in her early 20s. And then their youngest, the twins, are probably about like five so he's trying to keep his family together all these different things are happening um and so the seemingly happy family begins to kind of slowly fall apart but um I love this movie because Steve Martin is one of my all-time favorite comedians um he's absolutely the best part of the movie there are also oh you can tell when it was made just by watching it because there's a lot of like early 2000s actors so you have obviously steve martin and bonnie hunt but smallville's tom whaling is in it and hillary duff ashton kutcher's in it beans from even stevens <laughs> plays one of the kids um and then allison stoner who uh, she played in the step up movies this is i think it's a funny feel-good movie that i would recommend to anyone stuck at home right now to watch <laughs> It's funny and it's cute and definitely full of uh, 2000s nostalgia, which is my jam, apparently. So, yeah. Any questions? I really don't. It is a really good movie. I don't. I would honestly just watch this one for Steve Martin because I love him a lot. He's got the whole, like, dad managing a crisis situation down, like, between this movie and Father of the Bride. It's like... It's solid, man. He he knows how to play the part. So. <laughs> like maybe we should have Steve Martin come be in control of this virus. Oh yeah, it's fine. But I, him and Julie Andrews, I'm here for. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like king king and queen of America. Oh, all in favor, say aye. <laughs> how is the uh, the sequel? Okay, I haven't watched the sequel in a long time, but honestly, I remember that one more than I do this one. And maybe because the sequel came out so much later. So this one came out in 2003. So I would have been about like third grade. So the sequel was probably like 2005. 
and that's where they go to the lake like they go to their lake house and they're like at war with the other family like in competition and so that one is just as great too and i don't know if that one's on disney plus i didn't look for it but i think i remember the sequel more than i did the original as i was watching it so yeah okay super funny well i think this was an excellent disney plus recap day agreed do you guys have anything else to say thanks for listening you know i hope that uh by the time we record this uh the next episode we uh we have positive news so <laughs> maybe yes. we can record together yeah maybe we can be together <laughs> i will say a couple things i still have loyal listener stickers if you want to leave a review on apple Podcasts, you can do that by going to link tr.ee slash pod and fill out the form after you leave a review on apple Podcasts. like share subscribe do all the things we would love to have you as a listener and just share with anyone i mean i feel like right now is the perfect time for people to find new podcasts because yeah. they're bored and they need to listen to things agreed but i do want to also say i am planning on keeping my content going throughout whatever this looks like so be sure to listen every week there will be no breaks even if it's just me recapping a movie or making ryan recap a movie with me (laughs) and now katie has the technology so katie can recap (laughs) movies with me as well but i just want to thank each and every one of you for listening And I hope you all live happily ever after.